Hey friends, and welcome to episode 24 of the Soul CEO podcast. My name is Rachel Picard, and here at Soul CEO, we are passionate about helping network marketers and entrepreneurs build a profitable business without losing their family, their friends, or their soul. If you're brand new to this podcast or somebody shared it with you, hit that subscribe button. And because it's free, absolutely free, zero sponsorship or ads or anything like that, you're going to want to leave a review. It's what I ask in return. Leave five stars, leave a review. Today, I want to highlight our subscriber, S. Freeman RN, who says, love the growth mindset, five stars. Uh, S. Freeman says, Rachel has been so inspiring and energetic. I look forward to each episode that she posts, and I may or may not binge listen to her podcast on the regular. (laughs) Smiley face. I learn so much every time I listen. I am drawn to Rachel and I look forward to meeting her in person someday. Uh, She makes me want to be a better person and an entrepreneur every single day. Well, thank you so much, S. Freeman. I appreciate that for all of the love and the support. And if you guys are loving this podcast, do me a favor. Click the little screenshot right now. Share this to your Instagram or Facebook stories and tag me at Soul CEO or at Rachel Picard on Facebook. And I would love to connect with you. Let me know what your takeaways are and what you are getting. I love that. I love just making new friends and helping serve you at a higher level. So today, transformational leader, leadership and talking about the catalyst. We just came off of last night, a big Super Bowl here in the U.S., and the Tom Brady and the Buccaneers pulled it off, making Tom Brady the winningest quarterback in history to now own seven Super Bowl rings. And there's a lot of things that we can learn about t- from Tom Brady and this entire season uh, with the Buccaneers that you can now apply to maybe set goals for your own winning mindset and how to become that own transformational leadership inside of your tribe, your community, your organization, or your business. And it's really interesting thinking about Tom Brady. If you know his history, whether you like him or not, I like him. I'm a big Tom Brady fan because I just think he's excellent. There's a lot of things that you can model off of him. I am a Packer fan, so seeing him beat us uh, in the NFC Championship was a little painful, but I wasn't too mad because, I mean, Tom Brady is just amazing. Now, his his career started what seems like and really was decades and decades ago now in his mid-40s and playing well past what people say is his prime He finished his college career winning the Orange Bowl for the Michigan Wolverines. But at the time, his college coach only got one call from the NFL team asking about their quarterbacks. And the draft report on Tom Brady was very um, mediocre. They said he has a poor build. He's skinny. He lacks strength. He lacks a strong arm. He gets knocked down easy. He gets exposed easy. He's the slowest runner. Brady ended up being uh, the sixth round draft pick. He was drafted at um, in the position of 199. So he was 199th pick of that draft. But right now, guys, fast forward, he is now the only quarterback in history to win seven Super Bowl rings. It is not how you start. It is how you finish. That is what matters. What is interesting about this is that it wasn't that he wore the Patriot jersey the whole time and that's where all of his seven rings came from. It's the fact that he went to a completely different team, a team, the Buccaneers. Let's talk about it. One year ago, they were watching the NFC Championship from home. They were. One year ago, they were watching the NFC Championship from home for the 17th season in a row. They had not gone to the Super Bowl since I think the 2002-2003 season. Last year, they were 7-9. They missed the playoffs again. Brady-less, 
they missed the playoffs. They hadn't qualified for the playoffs since 2008. And it's really interesting because I wanted to study and see how is it that you can go into a, a new team like that, right, full of uh, talented people. And I, I heard this from a sports commentator that Tom Brady, being the winner that he is, he went into a team of talented people, but they didn't know how to win. And he taught them how to win. See, as a transformational leader, if we truly want to be a catalyst in the organization, we might be surrounded by good people, by good humans, by people that put in work ethic, that have good values. They might have some natural skills and ability, but if they don't have a winner mindset, it is going to be hard or nearly impossible to transform the organization. There must be somebody that has that winner mindset to be able to instill and indoctrinate people in the organization to take them to the Super Bowl, to take them to the championship of your career, championship or the victory of your organization. And I was reading about like Ronald Jones. Um, Ronald Jones is a player on the Bucks, and he said that Brady's knowledge has been undoubtedly one of the best things for the Bucks, right? So he pulls all the people to the side. He said, this is what Ronald Jones says. He pulls us to the side. He gives us things to look for. Even at practice, we'll see like a look. So they'll see like something that maybe the defense is doing or whatever. And he'll be like, yeah, but expect this too. So he's got like some tremendous amount of of leadership experience behind them. And I think that this is crucial that you don't just want experience, but you want evaluated experience. As you're leading an organization in order to transform them, you're going to go through highs and lows, peaks and valleys, wins and losses. You're going to have like in an instance of football, if you're offense, you're going to have the defense do a quick change, a little personnel exchange, right? Somebody's going to hop on and off the field. Somebody's going to line up a little bit differently. They're going to fake you out. And then all of a sudden you got, you just got owned. You just got trounced. You just got sacked. And then you look at that experience, you review the G- the game tape, which is what Tom Brady does daily, by the way. Daily habits really do mark success. Reviewing the game tape, he's like, okay, my experience shows me I know the looks. I know the exchanges. I know how they're lining up. And so he teaches his team around him. And it was really interesting hearing um, from not only the Buccaneers coach, but from other teammates that said having Tom on the field was like having another coach on the field like actually on the turf, having a real live coach there. And I think as the mark of a transformational leader, as a catalyst leader, you are always instructing and giving wisdom to others. It's it's being coachable and constantly learning. Like you haven't arrived, like, hey, I'm here and help. I'm helping you be better. It goes from just my own personal growth, my own personal talent, my own personal skill to being uh, the skill, the growth, the potential of others. Now, it's really interesting. I was I was reading more because it's just fascinating. Tom Brady and this whole thing just, it's just amazing. Like, what can we learn? What can we get out of it? Like, we're in network marketing. You're an entrepreneur right now, but what can you get from sports? And I love studying sports. I love studying the winningest coaches. I love reading their books or, you know, hearing them speak. I've been super uh, lucky to see the great Lou Holtz, <laughs> uh, former Notre Dame, winningest Notre Dame um, coach. And he, I've heard him speak in person about his values and his mindset. And I can't wait to, at some point, hopefully we get to see Tom Brady and some of the other greats of this world and of the professions because like there's something that they do differently. So it was really interesting. Two weeks ago, uh, Brady got flack. 
Um, There's a locker room experience that went viral after beating my Green Bay Packers in the NFC Championship. And what had happened, this kind of leaked because Levante David, who's on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, he was like super geeked up, like totally geeked out for winning the NFC Championship. And he was on a podcast a few days later, and he shared that Tom, after the victory against the Packers, had seen one of his team members crying after the victory. And he said with an expletive, he goes, what the are you crying for? What the blank are you crying for? We're not done yet, right? We're not done yet. And I think a transformational leader, they know when to celebrate. They know when they still have work to do. I see so often that the worst thing about success is a little bit, especially in network marketing. Like people, they hit their first rank, their second rank, their third rank. They finally hit the uh, the the pool or the achievement or uh, the the incentive trip. They win the car. They do a little bit. The worst thing about success is a little bit. That's when complacency and complacency is the disease of the of the successful. Complacency is the disease of the successful. See, Tom, he knew the season wasn't over. Yes, they won the Packers. Yes, I'm sure that poor other Buccaneer was like geeked out of his mind. But are you celebrating too much when you still have work to do? This is ultra uber red, if you know, I think episode 15, uh, the red voice. Yeah, episode 15. He was super red. He's like, what the blank are you crying for? We're not done yet, okay? And so also, what is really interesting to see what else he was doing, he was texting his teammates every day of the week in the Super Bowl saying, we will win. We will win. Every single night, the day of the Super Bowl, he was texting his teammates, we will win. He had the mindset of a champion. Where I see so often that, you know, in leadership, I get I get the blessing of being around several different masterminds or different retreats, is I can see the mark of an organization by the intention and the vision of their leaders. If their leaders are looking at the past, what they had just done, if they're celebrating the victories of yesteryear or the failures of yesteryear, maybe they're not celebrating, maybe they're drowning in them, maybe they're, you know, consoling themselves of, you know, the the mark of a loser leader, the mark of somebody that doesn't have a, a winning mindset, but a losing mindset. I see so many leaders, if they had a theme song, it would be, nobody knows the trouble I've seen, right? Like, they're in pity. They're in shame. They lost, right? Tom was forward-focused. Tom as a victor, as a catalyst in the organization, like, we will win. Now, when I think about the winning mindset that we have to have as a transformational leader, it is found in what we think, how we feel, and what we do. You know, when I think about thinking, right, number one, like thinking, successful people, they think realistically about their problems and then positive ways to approach them. And a responsible, uh, the responsibility of a leader is to define reality. There's been many times in my leadership in network marketing that I have gotten kickback, uh, mostly like cross-line or people that are not in my organization, sometimes in my team, but usually cross-line. Um, that don't understand that I'm just sharing facts because they are all up in their feelings and they don't want to look at the facts. They don't want to look at the numbers. They don't want to look at the the leadership lid that they're butting up against, right? Which which we talked um, 
oh gosh, just a few episodes ago, it was episode 13 in the podcast of How to Raise Your Leadership Lid. And the responsibility of a leader is to define reality. So successful people, they think realistically about their problems and they in positive ways to approach them. Unsuccessful people daily think about, uh, they think unrealistically about their problems and they hope that it works out. Hope is not a strategy. Hope is not a strategy. Tom wasn't hoping to win the Super Bowl. Tom wasn't hoping to have a winning team. Like Tom, like Tom knows, like he, I guarantee you, he's thinking realistically about the problems in their organization. You know, he knew he had a lot of talent around him. He didn't really have that, especially towards the end, the last few seasons of the Patriots. He had a much more talented team with the Bucks, but he knew that there were some problems. So he had to think of positive ways to approach them. Unsuccessful people that don't have a winning mindset, they think very unrealistically about the problems and they hope it works out. I know candidly several top leaders in this industry that maybe did it once, did it for a few years, got to a rank, built up an income, and then hit a plateau or some challenge or some struggle or they lose momentum, right? Because momentum makes everything seem bigger and easier than it is. That's the law of the big mo in John Maxwell's 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership, the law of the big mo. So they got, either they got lucky or maybe it was a mixture of luck and, and talent and hard work and, and timing and all that. And they get to a point where they're kind of stagnant or maybe they lose a leader or maybe their volume drops or maybe their organization plateaus. And they just kind of sit there hoping and praying that something will come in to grow their business. Well, maybe the company will figure it out. Well, maybe this new technology or an app will work it out. Or maybe if we just get more products or maybe if we launch into new countries, that's it. We're just, we're not in enough countries. That's why my business isn't growing. Or, you know, maybe somebody else will come and motivate this organization, this good for nothing team that do nothing, right? A transformational leader, they know like hoping, praying, wishing, that isn't a strategy. It, the responsibility of a leader is to define reality. I give you guys a, a kind of a candid example of this. I shared this weekend at a leadership retreat, I shared a very defined reality. <laughs> I was like, here's where we're at, and this is where we want to go. Here's where we're at. This is where we want to go. And there was one person, and I know because I can just say, I love this person. I love him. But they verbalized it, so I'm going to use it here on this podcast, right? This is real life. And they're like, that made me sad to see that. I didn't like this is where we are. They didn't like reality. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm not living in some sort of fantasy land. Happy, clappy, make-believe world. This is reality. And I look at even with my own leadership, where I am at in this company, I had to basically double my business to go to the next rank. That's where I'm at. I have to double my business to go to the next promotion. And I sat there in front of that entire organization. I said, listen, if I was deserving of that title, of that rank, that achievement, that income, those goals, that size of a business, I would already be there. If I had all that I had that I needed to get to that level, I would be there already, but I don't. So the definition of my reality, the responsibility for me, because leading myself is the hardest thing to do, is to define reality. I'm not there yet. So I need to be growth conscious in order to get there. I'm not just going to hope and pray that magic somehow sprinkles into my business. 
I know that Tom Brady didn't hope and pray that him and his teammates would go to the Super Bowl and win. No, he knew. He knew that there was a routine. He knew that there was things that he had to do. He knew he had to be on top of his thoughts. That is a leadership, a winning mindset, transformational leader, a catalyst. Number two is, you know, having a winning mindset is feelings. It really is your feelings. And successful people, they know their behavior determines their feelings. Where unsuccessful people, they allow their feelings to determine their behavior. This is so huge. Successful people know that their behavior determines their feelings. So what they do determines how they feel. And unsuccessful people allow their feelings to determine their behavior. There's a lot of things that um, Tom does, and I was reading a ton of different quotes and articles kind of preparing for this podcast, Um, but there was times where he knew that like doing a certain thing would determine how he feels. And there was things that he felt was completely unacceptable, like penalties. He hated penalties, and he would frequently, due to his competitiveness, ream out his team because of sloppiness, because of not paying attention. But he also was super encouraging. He'd be the one going around the the field telling them that they can do it, right? He was also, uh, I read some articles about his routine, And what he does, and so this is part of actually thinking, feeling, and doing, so action, right? Tom is in bed by 8.30 p.m. every night. He eats only organic. He avoids caffeine. He avoids dairy, gluten, and white flour, anything white. He drinks up to two gallons of water every single day. It's doing the successful things. It's initiating and completing. Successful people, catalyst leaders, they know that you have to initiate and complete. It's the bookends of success, starting and finishing. But unsuccessful people, what do they do? They fail to do both. And 95% of achievement is knowing what you want and paying the price to get it. I think it was Bill Belichick that was um, uh, coach of the New England Patriots, uh, Tom's former and probably still mentor and coach uh, in some sense. Bill Belichick was credited with this phrase that um, success only comes before work in the dictionary. The only time in life where success comes before work is the dictionary. It's do in the dictionary. It's doing the hard work. Like we overestimate the event, but we underestimate the process. We overestimate like the Super Bowl. We underestimate the process. Like we think it's going to be big, the big deal, the big game, the big rank, the 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 end circumstance. No, no, no. We got we underestimate the process, like the routine, what we have to do every single day as through the growth, through Tom has his own process of pliability and flexibility and uh, waking up and eating certain things and drinking certain things and working out in a very specific way. Guys, just so you know, he also does different mind activities to keep his mind like kind of focused and fast. He's very intentional. And when I look at just from a, a kind of taking a step back is these buccaneers, which was full of a lot of talented people like many organizations are, but they had it had been 17 years since they were in the NFC championship. And all of that changed because one man came. One man that two decades ago was too skinny, too weak, got knocked down, got exposed, super slow. This guy 
has developed himself into a catalyst, has worked to define the reality, has worked on his mindset, on his skill set, on his leadership to go into side of an organization. So here's here's where it all boils down to. Are you going to wait for a Tom Brady to get around you to inspire you? Or are you going to become the Tom Brady of your organization? Are you going to, you know, sit sit on the hope and the prayer that unsuccessful do? right? To think unrealistically about your problems and hope that it works out. Are you going to rely on hope that somebody will be the Tom Brady? Or are you going to say, you know what? This is my problem. This is the Super Bowl ahead of me. This is the path I need to go on. And I need to look at it with positive ways. I need to approach this and I need to tackle this with gusto. Sometimes the, the leadership hill in front of us, which is always uphill, the success is always uphill. You know you're on the right path when it's difficult. That's when you know you're on the path for success when it's hard. And to me, even at times, like when I know of the vision and the the life and the organization, the culture I want, it looks a little daunting. But I'm just going to instead of, you know, looking at the mountain in front of me, I'm just going to do something every day. I'm going to think better. I'm going to feel better. I'm going to do better. I'm going to inspire change around me. I'm going to work on my attitude. Uh, I'm going to... uh, you know, lift people up to a higher standard. I'm going to look at myself because I know that the more that I improve myself, I can improve others. My own personal growth will usher in other people's personal growth. And instead of just the goal, I'm going to be growth conscious. That's a whole nother podcast. Instead of being goal conscious, I'm going to be growth conscious because goal conscious, it will challenge people. Tom Brady did do that. He was goal conscious. We will win the Super Bowl. But you'll challenge people, you'll plateau. But when you're growth conscious, it changes people. Because even when you hit the goal, even when you get the ring, even when you win the game, if you're growth conscious, you keep on climbing. That's my prayer. My prayer is to become a transformational leader and help others do the same. Our prayer is to create catalysts inside of the organizations that we so care about and inside of the the influence and the the movements that we want to get behind. Hope this blessed you here today. If so, do me a favor and screenshot this. Head over to your stories. Tag me on Instagram at SoulCEO or on Rachel Picard on Facebook. And oh, by the way, join in TikTok. We got a lot of things going on, a lot of exciting podcasts coming up uh, this month. We got Rob Spear coming up soon. We got Fraser Brooks coming up soon and many more. Guys, I appreciate you and be blessed.